The Central Epidemic Command Center announced two more cases of COVID-19 on Friday. One of them is a pilot from a Taiwanese airline who recently flew back to Taiwan from the U.S. Since she had been in Taiwan just five days before her diagnosis, officials have not ruled out the possibility of her case being a local infection. The CECC also said the 44 healthy members of the Russian classical ballet had left Taiwan through special arrangements on Friday. All of the scheduled shows in Taiwan were canceled on Thursday after eight of the troop members tested positive for COVID earlier this week. Taiwan reported two more imported COVID-19 cases on Friday. Case number 760 is a woman in her 30s, working as a pilot for a Taiwanese airline who recently returned to Taiwan from the US. She developed symptoms and was diagnosed with the disease during her quarantine in a company-arranged dormitory. She had been in Taiwan in the previous 14 days, so of course we have not ruled out the possibility that the source of her infection could have been in Taiwan. But the probability of that is relatively low. The woman is reportedly an either air pilot, but this could not be confirmed. Officials say it can't be ruled out that her case could be a local transmission, as she has a low CT value of 17. The pilot had flown to the US on December the 12th and flew back on December the 16th. Since her symptoms started appearing on the day of her return, her infection could have happened in the US or Taiwan. The Taiwanese she was in contact with before she went to the US are being considered potential contacts. They will be contacted and tested. On Thursday, the Moscow Classical Ballet cancelled all its shows in Taiwan after eight members of the troupe tested positive for COVID. The remaining 44 non-infected members of the troop were originally set to undergo home quarantine in Taiwan. Russia's de facto embassy has made arrangements for them to leave Taiwan in three batches instead. The arrangement included transport to the airport, separated seating on the plane and designated bathrooms for the troop. The Russian representative office in Taiwan expressed hopes that they could leave Taiwan soon, so we did our best to help them leave today through interministerial coordination. This is all understandable as they originally wanted to perform in Taiwan and now they can't do that anymore. Amid the unprecedented incident with the Russian ballet troupe, the CECC says it will review the relevant regulations for foreign performance groups coming to Taiwan. President Tsai Ing-wen attended a ceremony Friday celebrating the delivery of six upgraded Black Hawk helicopters to the National Airborne Service Corps. The aircraft are now equipped with specialized equipment such as thermal imaging devices, boosting Taiwan's airborne search and rescue capabilities. Interior Minister Xu Guoyong promises that rescue missions will be more effective from now on. President Tsai boards the Black Hawk helicopter and listens attentively to a briefing of its functions. The Ministry of National Defence had assigned 15 Black Hawk helicopters to the National Airborne Service Corps. The helicopter boarded by the President was part of the last six choppers to be handed over. The new choppers will give a new impetus to the nation's search and rescue missions. After six years of personnel training and refurbishment, the Black Hawk helicopter transfer to the National Airborne Service Corps has finally been completed. Our colleagues in the Kaohsiung Air Crew also have a base with brand new specialized facilities. 
I remember that sphere when I was signing off on the budget. That sphere was worth 100 million NT. It's thermal imaging equipment. Next to it are searchlights. Black Hawk helicopters are the Rolls Royces of the helicopter industry. In addition, we have added so much good equipment that we will definitely be able to deliver even better results in rescue missions. The new Black Hawks come with weather surveillance radars, target positioning systems, search and rescue direction finding equipment, forward looking infrared cameras, nighttime searchlights, and satellite communication systems. The additions are a huge boost to the nation's airborne search and rescue capabilities. In order to thank the crew for the dedication and to give everyone sufficient safeguards and support, I have asked the Ministry of the Interior to continue working hard to guarantee that the Corps has sufficient manpower. The National Airborne Service Corps has a new hangar for the six refurbished Black Hawk helicopters. Following a 40,000 NT dollar salary increase for pilots earlier this year, the President announced that further financial rewards could be on the way. The British journal The Economist named Taiwan as a contender for the title of Country of the Year, along with New Zealand, Bolivia and others. The title ultimately went to the African country of Malawi. The weekly journal said Taiwan's achievements were impressive, pointing out that it was one of the few countries whose economies had grown in 2020. It also said Taiwan had shown courage, refusing to back down despite numerous threats from Beijing. The article also noted that Taiwan had even offered shelter to democracy activists who were persecuted in Hong Kong. A psychiatrist who said rectopamine is more dangerous than the party drug ecstasy has been charged with spreading disinformation by the Ministry of Health and could face three years in prison. Sue Shore's incorrect statements about the leanness-enhancing additive in American pork imports were based on a 2017 scientific study that contained typos about rectopamine's level of toxicity. Premier Su Jen Chang came out on Friday calling for rational debate. Psychiatrist Su Wei Shou's claim that rectopamine is 250 times more toxic than MDMA has been ruled as disinformation by the Ministry of Health and Welfare. The physician could face up to three years in prison. The measurement scale for toxicity is called LD50. The lower the value, the higher the toxicity of the chemical substance. In mouse trials, the LD50 for ractopamine is 3,500. For MDMA, it's 97. In rat trials, that's down to 45. The value for ecstasy is lower. In a video posted by the DPP earlier this week, a public health professor debunked the claim. But Su Wei Shuo still had more to say. We even took note of the scientific studies we quoted. Who is the one breaking the act governing food safety and sanitation? It's the Ministry of Health and Welfare. The government can throw me in jail, but will that make ractopamine's toxicity vanish? Su Wei Shuo says a scientific article from 2017 backs his claims. But a closer look at the study has revealed it had typos in the numbering, which are off by three orders of magnitude. This reveals Su Wei Shuo's statements don't hold water. Speaking on the incident, Premier Su Zhenchang asked for people to be rational. A little bit more reason and a little less politicising. Experts can bring up all sorts of data to discuss, but they shouldn't let feelings or other matters undermine science. Our government will absolutely abide by scientific evidence. 
The controversy over imports of pork containing rectopamine continues even at the local level. Recently, Taijong Mayor Lu Xiuyan expressed her opposition to the lifting of bans on American meat and pork at a meeting with AIT director Brett Christensen. The incident was immediately followed by a strongly worded statement from the AIT. Observers say Lu should be held accountable. The Taichung City Council and the citizens of Taichung do not want the ban on pork imports with rectopamine or leanness enhancing agents to be lifted. Universities have carried out public opinion surveys and about 80% of people oppose this loosening of regulations. What every country values the most is mutual trust and communication. The way these kinds of talks are held should always be agreed upon beforehand. Otherwise, that can harm the mutual trust between both parties. In the AIT statement, spokeswoman Amanda Manso stressed that all U.S. exports to Taiwan were safe. The statement continued, When political figures propagate disinformation and raise unfounded anxiety among Taiwan consumers, it is a disservice to everyone. Now here's something that military enthusiasts would be interested in. A series of military-themed office items has taken the internet by storm. Now you can get a pen that looks like a hand grenade or a ruler that's designed like a warship. It looks like a hand grenade, but it's actually a harmless water bottle. This pen is hidden inside a fake T-91 assault rifle. These military-style gadgets are the brainchild of the DPP's Lianjiang County chapter. The DPP Lianjiang County chapter has released a line of military-style novelty items as a fundraising effort. They combine a military style with the utility of everyday office items. From the grenade bottle to a ruler shaped like a warship, and even a sticky tape dispenser disguised as an amphibious assault vehicle, these office items are stealing Army fans' hearts. They've won a storm of praise online. The products include the hand grenade water bottle, the assault rifle pen, lots of keychains, the warship tape dispenser, and so on. The phrase, hold steadfast to freedom and democracy, is printed on all the items. We want to live up to the spirit of defending every inch of Taiwanese land and uniting the hearts of the nation across all the islands of Taiwan. Lee joked that all the items would be safe to take through airport security, no worries. Lianjiang is the youngest chapter of the DPP, but it's already making a big impression. Amazake is a Japanese beverage made from fermented rice. In a new study, researchers explored the array of health benefits offered by this traditional beverage. The Agriculture and Food Agency, which supported the study, hopes the findings will give a boost to the domestic rice market. Add chai seeds into the cup, then pour in soy milk and amazake. Mix for a few seconds and this tasty beverage is ready to drink. This dish is taro balls mixed with sweet potato balls, bean curd, and amazake. The traditional Japanese beverage of amazake is versatile and delicious, officials say. Although there is no added sugar, it has a sweet taste due to the fermentation process. It's also rich in vitamins and minerals. Because the amino acids and free fatty acids in fat are reduced, it's easier to digest. It aids digestion. Amazake can improve the complexion, physical health, and digestion. 
to stimulate the domestic market for rice. The Agriculture and Food Department supported research on amazake by a team at Taipei Medical University. Researchers analyzed the nutritional profile of amazake made from local rice. They found that compared to Japanese brands, made in Taiwan amazake is just as rich in minerals such as calcium, magnesium, potassium, zinc, and vitamin B3. The fermentation process can also increase kojic acid, which researchers said has skin lightening effects. In terms of whitening the skin, the rice fermentation process creates a substance called kojic acid, which has been found in research to inhibit the activity of tyrosinase. Tyrosinase is a key enzyme for the formation of melanin. If tyrosinase is suppressed, the formation of melanin can be inhibited, and that has a great potential to whiten skin. Dr. Shi Chunguang, an associate professor at Taipei Medical University, analyzed the nutritional profile of amazake made from three domestic varieties of rice, taiga number no. 9, taoyuan number no. 3, and black glutinous rice. They were compared against the nutritional profile of Japanese amazake. The study found that among the four, amazake made with taiga number no. 9 had the highest zinc content. Amazake made with taoyuan number no. 3 had the lowest fat content. Lastly, black glutinous rice amazake has the highest calcium magnesium, potassium, and the lowest carbohydrate content. The findings show that black glutinous rice has more functional ingredients, so amazake made using it has a slightly better effect in terms of antioxidation, suppressing high blood pressure, or whitening skin. However, the other two types of rice are also good. It's just that black glutinous rice is stronger in some aspects. You should still consult a doctor to see how much you can drink. Domestic rice consumption has been declining, especially in the past few years. In the 1970s and 1980s, each person ate about 90 kilograms of rice a year. Last year, that was down to just 45 kilograms. Rice consumption per capita has plummeted in Taiwan, says the Agriculture and Food Administration. It hopes to help Amazake take off in Taiwan to revitalize rice demand in the domestic market. For Mosa News, Stephanie Yang, Wu Dongmao, in Taipei. In less than 24 hours, Taiwan's first professional basketball league game in 20 years will kick off. The first match of the Plus League season will start on Saturday at 2.30 p.m. The Formosa Taishing Dreamers will be playing in their home turf of Zhanghua against the Taipei Fubang Braves. Playing as the home team is always a boost for players. The Dreamers roster includes aces Tian Lei and Yang Jingming, both of whom were previously picked as MVPs in the Super Basketball League. The Braves will be led by Lin Zhijie, also known as the Monster, for his explosive play style.